Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I feel like we have been we've been hijacked. This is Inception music here because that music is solely put to a very certain host that would always have it on any time that I was on with him. They're the good old days when Scott Bogman and I would be joined. We'd be asked to be joined by this person all the time. We would talk <laughs> weekly. We had we had great moments. Uh, honestly, it was a beautiful relationship. You know, every uh, every step I took, his feet and his footprints were right there. No longer though, he has scorned us for the better of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs> he Christ. is Joe Pizapia. You can find him on Twitter at Pizapia17. Pizapia, do you have anything to say to me? Yeah, I'm just more interested in younger, better-looking radio hosts at this time. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> what's up, boys? Well, you I know, think most guys are younger than you anyway, right? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, that, <laughs> it's funny because I see all these chains of, hey, can you host with me tonight? And Welsh going, oh, I got this car thing, and then I got my family, and then Bogman <laughs> saying... I got all these pizzas and stuff. I got this thing about the pizzeria. I got to worry. I can't do Thursdays. I love you. I love you, but Thursdays are no good for me. And, you know, I mean, it's not from lack of trying. That's for damn sure. Nah, I'm just playing. It's good. It's good to have you on. It's good to receive the text. I got very excited this morning. I got a text from Joe. Oh, he, he said, all right, what time you? are we doing this? Oh, absolutely. I was, I oh, felt, I one. you know what it felt like? It felt like I got followed by like a check, someone with a check mark. Like, yeah, what the hell? Cumming, 2,000 wh- followers? What the hell are you guys doing? I don't I understand. Know, look at me. It's like how Heath Cummings follows me on Twitter with a check mark, but doesn't follow Bogman. It's like that. It was a similar feeling to that. It was very, very exciting. Mm. Uh, okay, the beef is officially squashed. You showed up. <laughs> Though Bogman and I did joke, it would have been kind of like magnificent had you not like called in. <laughs> oh, we would have just, uh, yeah. you know, spent the, the thought crossed my mind. I'm w- oh, giving you like a great 20 segment, 20 minute segment of just, you know, I yeah. mean, the segment might just be us talking about me not, show- which is hilarious because been. I don't ever remember a time where I didn't show up or didn't fill in. And literally, that text you sent me a couple weeks ago just got lost in the shuffle of absolute crap going on for me at what the same time. What he's saying time. is, you're the only one that is small enough for him to ignore. That's true. That's true. I have lost it. When, when super producer uh, Chris Pavona, <laughs> when he was like, is Joe, ca- is Joe calling in? And I was like, yeah, oh, this I had is a, about I was, to be amazing. I was having an argument with somebody, and I was like, I got to go. Welsh is waiting for me. And then I finally got on the, the air. So, <laughs> All right. So beef is officially squashed because we love Joe. I Joe, love you guys. Uh, no, you can never get rid of me. No matter how hard you try, I'll always love you. It's like Whitney okay. Houston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like and some Joe, other things. Talk to me about the Black Book for a minute. <laughs> we, I got a couple. It's a I got a It's Black. Okay, black. black. I have a. Uh, I, we got a couple things we want to cover, obviously, and we got a couple, you know, questions for the fantasy black book. Now that we have, uh, we've squashed all of it. You guys can hear Joe on uh, on Target with Benny and Jake, which you guys uh, had me on the other day, uh, yesterday. How uh, rate my performance? I, I killed you guys with my Le'Veon Bell joke. So, uh, the, like one out of ten. How did I do? Uh, four and a half. <laughs> 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 no, you're always a 10. You and Bogman's an 11. You're a 10 and he's an See? 11. Because See, I told you Joe loves me more. There's no I, rating I system. Him. Well, there's no rating system that can hold you, let's be honest. Bavona, you, can, you, can, you can kill his. You can kill his. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. You can't. I'm so, hardwired in. That's the best why it selling, sounds so damn good. 
the best-selling fantasy black book, which is available. Black. Everyone should go check out. Pl- plenty of the ITL black. Army, our group, have asked about uh, the fantasy black book, and we always suggest people go check it out. This year, Jake Seeley is on it. Uh, Gary Davenport, if you're looking for IDP stuff. And our very dear friend, Sammy Reed, all contributed to what uh, Joe has put together for many, many years and has been a best-selling book, not only in just the fantasy area, but in the sports area. So you know, go on to Amazon, go check it out. Please get it. I want to ask you before we lose time here, because mm-hmm. uh, you know we're going to lose time here in a minute, Joe. In doing the fantasy black book, give me a thing or two that came out of the process for this coming football season that like surprised you. You know, you might have had your mindset in what you were going to do, but then after you did it, you said, "Wow, the the numbers came out like this." Well, one of the things that I that you know at the end of all the research and all the work is that you know I, I thought going into it that Jordy Nelson wasn't getting enough credit uh, of how consistent he was. I think he had one bad game last year. Other than that, I mean, he was just money every single week. And putting that up against the guys like Julio Jones, who, you know, is has some fantastic games, and then he's got the foot issue, and then it's fantastic game. 300-yard game. Right, 300-yard game. That's great. So, like, his overall numbers always look so dazzling. But the problem is, what I've come to realize, and, and I've been using this phrase out there a lot, which is, for season-long football, in DFS terms, you should be making cash game lineups with your season-long teams. Stop trying to go for these Julio guys. Stop trying to go for all these, you know, boomer bust types. And go get me Jordy Nelson. Go get me you know, the McCoys. Go get me guys that every week you can count on are going to be there. And just be really good. Be really good as, as many spots as you are. Because if you keep building cash game lineups, I guarantee you, you're going to have a winning record. And these teams that try to always, you know, go for broke all the time in these season-long drafts, that's, that's a problem. And the other thing is, you know, I always knew this to be a fact, but when you put the quarterbacks and RPV together and just the 12 QB1s, you know, Rodgers is a plus 13, then Brady's a plus 9, Breeze and Luck are plus 6, and that's theoretical Andrew Luck. And after that, everyone's in the negative, and they're in the negative from negative 1 to negative 6, which means that if you take a quarterback in a QB in a 1QB league, Outside of Aaron Rodgers or at the very end of the draft, you're absolutely moron. You're just a moron. It's just stupid. There's no reason to do it. There's no advantage. It's just you're you're killing yourself. You're killing it. Killing me, Smalls. We did a Don't mock the other day. I took Matt Stafford with my very last pick, and it was the last pick in the draft. Yeah, what was the so, one? Remember I got Russell Westbrook? Or not Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson in the <laughs> – I probably could have. He would have easily been available. <laughs> I got Russell Wilson in like the 12th round of a mock we did, and it was just like there's just no point unless you're going for Brady or Rodgers. If you're comfortable doing that, there's just no point because there's amazing – Dak Prescott almost went undrafted in a 14-man that we did. It's just unheard of. Yeah. What What if – what about when we're looking at the first round? We talked about this. Uh, we have a poll up right now, Joe. Where are you taking Ezekiel Elliott with all of this negative news that he's been receiving? Of course, it doesn't look like he's going to have anything going on uh, with the law, but with the league, guy's in some trouble. So we put up a poll earlier today, and it was, are you going to pick... Are you going to pick Ezekiel Elliott between 1 through 4, 5 through 9, 10 through 12, or out of the first round? After all of this news, where are you looking at him? As early as I can take him? How's that still, for an answer? Still number three? Still number three. You, you know, I'd say with a bullet, but I don't want to get him in any more trouble. But no, that, that's, that's where I sit with him. And I'll tell you why. Because, again, relative position value speaking, this is a bell cow running back in his you know, youth 
coming off a fantastic first season. Nothing's changed around him at all. Great O-line, quarterback's good, wide receiver. I mean, everything is there for him to be successful again. The first two games, correct me if I'm wrong, is it not the Giants and the Broncos? How good is he going to be in those games anyway? He sucked against the Giants last year. The Broncos are a pretty good defense last time I checked. After that, it's clear sailing, and I can make do with, especially in a PPR, I can absolutely make do with other running backs there and get by. And we, hell, I could even maybe get by with a James White and get lucky one. You know what I mean? Like, you, you never know. Certain things will happen like that. And well, I think if people are thinking that, well, he's going to miss one or two games, all of a sudden I'm going to, you know, I'm dropping on the first round. They're absolutely nuts. It's two games. Just suck it up and deal with it. And you're going to get outstanding production the rest of the way. Yeah, I remember Joe, on, on the show with you guys, you guys asked me kind of this exact question. And so I, you I stole think, it. You're a question it, stealer. That's what kind you are. Of. All yeah, right. yeah. Just all right, put that. We're, we're trying to aggregate all the good content in one place, not let. Ooh, it be that's a big show. word. Aggregate. Wow. Okay. So, but what I said, paper. toilet paper. What you got there? <laughs> but what I said was, <laughs> go take Ezekiel Elliott, and then later on, go get Terrence West, or you know, right. you can do a lot of uh, decent stuff in the back. I want to ask you real quick on this poll, those four options. What do you think? Where do you Black. think it's sitting right now? We gave four options. Thank you, Bachman. It's like I like I got like the background character from S Town behind me. Just like yes, sir. I love it. He's like, like the yes, hype sir. man. He's like Flavor Flavor. Right. He just says like the last word all the time. So where do you think it's sitting at, based on what you know and what the? Because we have this poll up, FNTSY Radio. Oh. Everyone, go vote on it. We've retweeted it. What, what are do my you choices? think the standings look like? One through pick one through four, five uh-huh. through nine, ten through twelve. And outside of the first round, give me the, I'll the say, top two votes. I think five through nine is probably one of them, right? And what's the other one? And uh, give you the other ones one through four. I think the, okay. I think people stay in true. That's what I say. The number one, with how appropriate, with thirty-seven percent in a in row, a row? Uh, is <laughs> picks one through four. So thirty-seven percent of people so far in this polling Good. are saying they're still going to pick. I know, I agree. Ezekiel Elliott one through four. Here's an interesting one. The number two voted thing here with twenty-three percent. Outside of the first round, that's that's effing ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it, it is. It's just good. I want to be in leagues with all of you. That's what I want because I, I look. I, I how long would nothing? the suspension have to be? We asked Heath. Heath well, it's funny because Le'Veon Bell has to be to push him out. But Le'Veon Bell's was four weeks, and how many teams would last year would have been killing themselves to have Le'Veon Bell at any point in time in the season? Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, true. really. And where did Le'Veon Bell go? He went around the turn. Most of the time. That's true. Well, well what would it take? Because, yeah, like, like Bogman said, we asked. Uh, so what are now? Six games? I think it would have to be like four games, games for me. To, games? It would have to be four or more for me to, to, to knock him out of, the, out of that first round turn area. Because even at the turn, I could justify it because I can get him and a Jordan Howard and pair it up and I can figure it out. Especially in a year where wide receiver is very deep. You got guys like Brandon Marshall coming off a, a down year on the cheap. You got Macklin in a great spot. There's a lot of these wide receivers out there who aren't getting enough press and aren't getting enough love and i'll tell you right now it's a very deep class running back is still tough there's still those elite guys there's a drop off after that and then you know forget it after that i'm i just think it's very short-sighted very short-sighted i, I agree well uh he is joe pizapia make sure you go on amazon search the fantasy black book not black. only are you uh doing good things for great fantasy people black. like joe pizapia jake seeley uh, our boy sammy reed but you are investing in a very, very good product that is going to help you out. Joe, real quick, we only got about a minute here. Is mm-hmm. Cable Guy the most underrated movie of all time? Ooh, it's definitely it? one of them. It's it definitely be, up right? there. Yeah, yeah, it's outstanding. Yeah, it's, My kids right, just well, watched, uh, uh, what do you call it, that, the first time? No, no, they, they just watched <laughs> Dumb and Dumber for the first time last week, so 
Now they know what the most annoying sound in the world is. And it's not Bogman.